Bagseed Chronicles is a podcast about cannabis and the people who enjoy it. I hope to provide commentary about cannabis cultivation, cannabis enjoyment, cannabis as an herbal remedy, and hopefully continued cannabis liberation. Now join me, Uncle Dig, and let's overgrow the world. Seed Chronicles. This is your indomitable host, Uncle Dig. That back injury is still plaguing me in the worst way. I'm still here, though. Still producing the show, albeit slowly. I have one interview that still needs editing with James, a former gorilla grower. I know. I am in the process of getting more stuff set up, so stay tuned. I have postponed further interviews due to some more health issues, but I hope to be back running around Southern Oregon recording my friends sooner rather than later. Today, I have a monologue on cannabis and guns and the law. Yay, I think. But before all that, I bet you're wondering what's going on in my garden. (laughs) Uncle Dick's garden update. Hey, it doesn't matter what time it is, we are in the endless artificial light of a deep, dark winter, and we are going to talk about my gardens in two different tents, right? So first, let's talk about the 4x4 tent I have running in my garage. I have six little plants in there, all are autoflowers, and they are all at about four weeks old. They are in a mix of fox farms, worm castings, and some bloom and veg dry amendments, all organic. They have not had anything added to the medium beyond that other than water the medium will be top dressed at five weeks everything is going along great so far the big bud plant is my runtiest plant i don't know what's wrong with her she is just perpetually droopy and kind of sad looking but she's starting to look a little bit healthier now we'll see what happens with her she might get top dressed later if at all the blackberry is probably my biggest plant she is completely spread out with gardening staples and has no really really to go but up so i'm really excited about her all four bust down pateks are just slightly behind this blackberry and are aggressively bent over with garden staples as well i really like this technique as you don't have to put holes in the side of your pots or tie a bunch of stuff to them i do sanitize the staples each time before and after use One of the bust-down Pateks was showing some yellowing in the leaves, but I figured out it was too close to the space heater that keeps my tent warm, so I turned the heater down and moved all the plants a bit further away from it. Oops. In the little 2x2, I have one Girl Scout cookie autoflower growing. It is about two and a half weeks old, and I just bend it over for its first low-stress training. I also took two leaves off as well. Everything's going along good now. No one is flowering yet, but they will be soon. I'm excited. My two black star chickens started laying in January, which is early. Not a bad thing. Just cool. As always, this deep into winter has me excited for spring and new beginnings. Stay safe. Cannabis and the Second Amendment. I did not know where to start and it ended in a place I wasn't 
quite prepared to go. This is the hardest monologue I've ever had to prepare for. So let's let's talk about it for a second before I dive into it, okay? Like I originally was going to come in here and just go over like basically what the gun laws say about cannabis users. And I ended up getting really frustrated. And so now this kind of became more about legalization and legality. And why maybe that doesn't matter so much. Cannabis is federally illegal in the United States. If you consume cannabis, you are a criminal. At any time, the federal authorities can fuck you. And they like it that way. According to GMLaw.com, because cannabis is a Schedule One drug under the Federally Controlled Substances Act, any medical or recreational cannabis user is federally prohibited from owning or possessing a gun. So I would advise any cannabis user to avoid interacting with federal law enforcement, if at all possible. Your cousin is an ATF agent first, family second. Remember that. So any federal law enforcement interactions when firearms and cannabis are located in the same person can result on the same person can result in additional charges. Now, what is the likelihood that you will encounter federal law enforcement? I don't know. Plan accordingly. I grow cannabis. I clearly don't give a fuck what the federal government says. I also don't want any of their loving attention. So, you know, be discreet. I'm a tiny cultivator, especially for Oregon. So I don't worry about feds. So we've heard the federal government's take on this, right? But who gives a shit? They got Betty Boof and the Fox News lady on the court. They all said Roe was precedent and then overturned it. Federal law only means shit to the extent that they can enforce it. Fuck federal law enforcement. Even after they legalize, right? After they finally say, oh, it's okay. Don't crawl back to your abuser, man. That's weak shit. So... Don't have a gun with your cannabis when you encounter federal law enforcement. So let's talk about states, right? So let's break it down by state, right? Well, places where weed isn't legal in some form are irrelevant. The irrelevant states are North and South Kakalaka, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Greater Detroit, Kansas, Cornhole, Wyoming and the Bone Star State. Ten states, the new pig confederacy. Fuck these places. If you live there, you clearly haven't been voting effectively and maybe time to move. Right? Like, what the hell? In a lot of these places, you can go to jail for like five years f for having like a gram on you. It's ridiculous. So these places are irrelevant. We're any of these places, the penalties for possession of cannabis with a firearm in the state level are going to be pretty similar to what they are at the federal level. And they may hit you with a federal statute because, again, these places suck and the people who run them suck. Vote more effectively. So from there, 
you know, I looked into let's separate the states into different tiers of freedom, like friendly to guns, but not cannabis, friendly to cannabis, but not guns. Still complicated, right? I thought I would go state to state and that quickly became very busy and I didn't know how I was going to make it entertaining or interesting or even help you go to sleep. Like I know some of you were listening to this to sleep. So I I didn't know how that would be fun to listen to. Like, oh, Delaware is this the way and then New Hampshire is this way. Like it sounds like a long ass list and I don't know if you want to listen to an audio listicles. I mean, there are some states that have ruled that the right to bear arms isn't affected by cannabis use, like Oregon, who grants concealed carry permits to OMMP holders. This doesn't affect federal law, but it may affect the way local law enforcement interacts with you. Others don't mention it at all. Others go out of their way to limit the rights of cannabis users from things as varied as parenthood, housing, as well as firearms. And then I thought of a question. Why do I, Uncle Dig, host of the Bag Seed Chronicles, a cannabis podcast, care what is legal? Like, at all? Like, why do I give a fuck? Well, I think the answer is probably social acceptance and physical safety, right? Not necessarily in that order. I have no moral obligation to follow an unjust law. So my obligation is an appearance of compliance so I can get along in society, right? Physical safety, right? If it's illegal, it is worth more and people will hurt me to take it. Also, if it is illegal or I get too wild, the police will come. They will violently assault me. They will shoot my pets. They will assault my wife. Kidnap me, rape me, steal all my money, and all you citizens will cheer the hog on for it. So I best be on my best behavior for my physical safety. That means following plant counts and not shipping weed through the post office to my relatives. Even though that would be totally cool and totally okay for me to do. Just not legal. I would argue that I have the right to use lethal force to prevent unlawful source and seizure using my Second Amendment to defend my Fourth Amendment rights, but all of those Constitution heads have always been pushovers when the police ask to violate the Constitution. So that ship has sailed, right? No one takes the Fourth Amendment seriously. Now look, your mileage may vary, but I think having a gun is appropriate. We keep us safe, right? The police aren't there to protect you, obviously. Um, any belief is delusional at this. Any belief to the counter is a delusional at this point. They're clearly not there to protect you. Um, it's enshrined in law that they're not there to protect you. Up in the Supreme Court, the law of the land is the police do not have any duty to protect you. So as a cannabis person or a per poor person or a queer person... I, I mean, hell, even as an alt-type person or someone who isn't a Christian, right? Your life means less to most of America. America kills weirdos. It's in our national character. It would be prudent to be able to use lethal force against those who would dehumanize you. Notice I didn't say it would be legal. I said it would be prudent. You should also understand that for every firearm you have in your house, you are statistically less safe. There are ways to mitigate this, but this fact remains. You introduce a lethal object, 
into an environment, that environment becomes less safe. That's just how the world works. I'm sorry, your gun isn't going to protect you from yourself or your children. You feel me? Okay, and I'm not talking about like something terrible. I'm talking about your kid running up to you and shooting you with the toy gun he just found in your dresser drawer. Okay, don't be a fucking idiot. But, in short, the Second Amendment doesn't apply to you if you use cannabis. So if you have weed in your system and you possess a firearm, your gun is illegal. And you are a perpetrator. A criminal. And that doesn't matter. Because the laws in this country are a joke. And so are the people that enforce them. The cannabis community isn't protected by the law. It's protected by a permissive society, a progressive populace, and a weak government. That means the police as well. If you are a conservative who speaks of small governments but is cucked to the thin blue line, bullshit. You don't love freedom. Go all the way or stay home. Cannabis has to be anti-authoritarian. Or what is the fucking point? It's kind of frustrating as a veteran, someone who has risked life, limb, and sanity for this country to be held a second-class citizen in regards to the Second Amendment because of my medical choices. I retain the ability to protect myself. That is a decision you have to make for yourself and with the consent of your family. Besides being unarmed and law-abiding, it won't keep you safe, will it? There are hundreds of ways to get fucked in America. The cops will fuck you. Your boss will fuck you. Your landlord will fuck you. You might as well get high and wish a motherfucker would. Every time you use cannabis, whether you like it or not, that act is political. Every time you spark up or eat an edible, you are giving a middle finger to both Joe Biden and Donald Trump. The DEA and the FDA. If you disagree, you are misinformed, but that's okay. That's your right. I have no authority to stop you from being an idiot. It doesn't have to be this way, but that's how it is right now. We can fix it. You can fix it. This fight isn't over. The government can only govern with the consent of the governed. People have told me that they were anti-war, that they were pro-cannabis, etc., etc., but they don't do shit. They don't even vote. Do something. Hold a sign. Talk your little brother out of joining the Marines. Too many so-called men stand by and do nothing too often in America. Legalization did what it was supposed to do. It took the heat off the everyday user just a little bit. But without police reform or abolition, ag reform, and a whole bunch of other changes, it is only ever going to be halfway at best. Why are there murderous cops still in the streets? Why are your kids getting murdered or kidnapped by those same cops over weed? I don't know. What have you done about it? Stand if you can stand. Talk shit if that's all you can do. But if you can't do that, let's overgrow the world. You can reach me, Uncle Dig, on Instagram, at Uncle Dig. The bumper music on this podcast was produced by Chad Devillier on ukulele. He can be followed on YouTube at Ukuleles Are Stupid or on Instagram at Chadwick Enterprises. Thank you for listening to the Bagseed Chronicles.
Podiversary, the Bagseed Chronicles, started back in February 11th, 2021. Thanks for sticking around for two years.